Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. My best friend gave me the best advice He said each day's a gift and not a given right Leave no stone unturned, leave your fears behind And try to take the path less traveled by That first step you take is the longest ride There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and welcome to the show. Uh, today, we're going to talk about setting empowering goals that can transform your results. Now, the majority of people do not have goals. However, research implies that the most successful people in society do, and they review them regularly. Developing very clear goals is essential to entrepreneurial and life success. And if you don't know where you're going, how will you get there? Now, my guests have informed me today that in a Gallup poll of 2,000 people, it was found that on average, people spent more time planning their holiday in a year than thinking about what they actually wanted. For me, discovering goal setting during my late 20s literally transformed my life. And whenever I've slipped off track, I know it's time to review and get aligned with my goals. While working with my coaching and mentoring clients, I've found that a common issue is clarifying goals partly because we're not always sure how best to do it. And also, it does take some cerebral work. It's quite hard work. So I went to the best source, and I'm delighted, therefore, to have two expert guests who can help us understand the challenges and the solutions. Uh, These are Brian Main and Carol Macy. Now, Brian um, is is the founder and owner of Lyft International. He's an inspirational speaker, an author, a teacher, and creator of the world-leading achievement system, Goal Mapping. In the words of Tony Robbins, Brian is one of the best at helping people create a world-class blueprint for their life, not just goals, but sustainable success. His mapping systems are really effective. Now, born into a nomadic funfair family, Brian left school early with no qualifications and a, a poor education. When the family business failed in the UK recession of the late 80s, He lost what seemed like everything, his income, his home, and his marriage. He was 29 years old and a million pounds in debt. Now today, that's two million pounds or 3.1 million US dollars. That's a lot of money in my book anyway. And still relatively unable at that stage to read or write. 
At this low point, Brian discovered that you can change your life by changing the way you think about it. Using simple and powerful techniques, Brian learned to hold positive thoughts by setting goals and through them gradually transformed himself and his life. He's now an international speaker on success. He empowers hundreds of thousands of people around the world with his unique systems. Uh, goal mapping in particular has helped people from all walks of life turn their dreams into their realities. And today, there are 400 certified trainers in the goal mapping philosophy as training part partners in many countries. He's the author of four books in eight languages and creator of the Seven Magic Keys Children's Development Program. And Brian is closer now than ever to achieving his goal of helping to lift seven million lives with his success systems. So to Carol, Carol is Macy is a people development consultant who works within the public and private sectors. She inspires success, change and growth in individuals and companies. Her career has encompassed board level positions. She's a former head of learning and development of a Siemens division. And she now has her own successful training and development company, CM2 Consulting UK Limited, which specializes in coaching, training and performance management. And Karen is uh, Carol is passionate about the importance of setting goals. She's a licensed practitioner of, uh, of Brian's goal mapping technology. She's also an active participant of my own Achiever program, which is how the three of us became introduced. So a big welcome to Brian and Carol. Hi, nice to be with you, Christopher. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, of course, the last time somebody called me Christopher, it was uh, my mum when she was angry <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Chris, from so, this point on, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so let's start off. I'll, I'll, we'll, go, we'll go ladies first. So, so Carol, um, let's start off with, um, you know, why is it that many people don't have goals? I think that's, that's an in interesting one. Because um, I would say that lots of people have goals, but they have goals about things that they don't, that they don't want in, in life. You know, when I'm coaching people, and you ask them what their goal is, the first thing that you ever get from them is lots of situations and scenarios that they don't want in, in their lives. So I think that's where the focus is, is, is you know, focusing on what you don't want as opposed to what you do want. And part of the difficulty in, in having goals is that once you actually state that this is the goal I want and this is the thing that I really want in my life, then you're kind of like putting your neck on the block and you're, you're committing to doing something. Um, and that puts you at risk with lots of different reasons that you know, people might, you might fail as the first one, um, and your, your friends or your family might not actually believe in you in achieving that goal. And so they might say things like, well, that sounds a bit risky. Are you sure you want to do that? And that can put you off straight away. Um, yeah, the, <clears throat> I guess friends and family is uh, quite an interesting one, isn't it, when it uh, comes to goals and, uh, and their beliefs in them. So, uh, I mean, do, do you have an opinion on this, Brian? I think Carol's absolutely right. I, I would add a little more in that um, a lot of people just don't understand the whole process of how the mind works and what a goal actually is. A goal is any thought, any intention that we hold about ourselves and our future. And so for some people, they hold a very casual intention of not really doing much with their life or maybe doing something later or sitting on the couch for the day. That's still a goal. Um, 
goal setting when it becomes effective is when we take the thought or the idea and we start to add the aspects to it that make it a smart goal. So we put a, we put a date on it, a time on it, we make it measurable, we make it specific so that we can start to quantify it, hold ourselves accountable towards it and then uh, move gradually through actions. And a lot of people are just very unconscious in their goal setting. Even successful people sometimes are unconscious in how they've achieved their success. Conscious goal setting is a process and is actually there's a lot of science to it and it develops into a, a habit where on a regular basis you're setting conscious intentions about what you desire to achieve in the various aspects of your life and then moving towards them with planned actions. So an important and, and probably for many of us, an important uh, sort of almost point in our life then is when we suddenly become conscious that goal setting is a conscious process. Is, is that right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and uh, you know, when I look back on the years, I achieved all sorts of things in in my younger life. Even though my my education had been limited, I still went out and I achieved things and. But I was very unconscious in the process and, and then learning about how you set goals in a way that helps you to activate the whole of your brain, come up with new ideas, send a command to your subconscious to motivate you towards the goal. That's the difference that makes the difference in how people move to a, another level of effectiveness in their goal setting. And very few people actually learn that because it's not taught a standard in our educational system. And the chances are that if you don't grow up in a family that are into the habit of goal setting, because that's what it is, it's an ongoing habit, or you, you mix and work with people that uh, follow the approach in life, you may never learn it yourself, even though it is a natural ability we're all born with, that natural ability like a muscle still needs to be worked in order to grow strong. There's a, a right way to do it and a wrong way and a lot of people just never learn how. Yeah. So, so could, you, could you maybe explain to us then, with your, you've got a, a fascinating background, you know, how it was that you became really interested in goal setting and you know, how it helped you with this transformation? Well, I suppose the key things are that at, at around about age 29, 30, I found myself in a bit of a sorry situation. And although the path that had led me there had been unusual, the elements of my situation are common to a lot of people. I was unemployed, uh, I was homeless, I was broke, and my marriage had collapsed. Now, a lot of people find themselves in similar situations. The path that led me to it was unusual because I was born into a traveling family family and moving around all the time. I had lots of different schools each year, only ever six months education in any one year. Left school at 13 without taking any exams or uh, gaining any qualifications and relatively unable to read and write right the way through my life really up until the age 30. The turning point came when, when my life crashed and I lost everything because of my background and limited education etc there was nothing really to put on a CV and I was struggling to see what it was that I was going to do moving forward and it seemed that one of the opportunities that was available to me was some network marketing and some direct selling and by being involved in those things I was introduced to the concept of 
positive thinking, self-improvement, and in particular, the idea that when you set a goal, it helps you to capture that positive thought about yourself, your life, your future intention. And by holding on to that goal, reminding yourself every day, it starts to create a connection between brain cells in your mind that forms an idea, the idea becomes a belief, and the belief gradually becomes a command to your subconscious. And as you move with that process, it helps you to turn the thought or goal into a reality or an achievement. Um, the first meaningful goal for me was, was to learn to read well. And it was actually learning about goal setting and positive thinking that helped me to overcome my learning challenges and learn to read. And once I learned to read, then I become very fascinated in how you can use personal development information to enhance yourself, enhance your life, and of course, enhance your business. Fantastic. Um, that's, that's great. Thank you for that. And, and how about yourself, Carol? Yeah, well, my, mine came from a different angle from, from Brian, um, really. Obviously, we've, we've all got our, our own stories. And my, mine's kind of centered on my belief that everyone has to have a sense of purpose and a direction in their life. And my lesson in that came from my parents, where my, my father was a Jamaican. And at the age of 16, he came across to, to England, lied about his age and got into the RAF at quite a young, young age and spent 35 years in, in the RAF where he was given a sense of purpose and a direction, as you do do in the armed forces. Um, and when he came out after 35 years, he struggled to find his own, his own sense of direction, his own purpose and um, had, had a really difficult time. And that ultimately led to, to him taking his own life in a, a very violent way, which isn't actually un uncommon in the armed forces. Um, and as a result of that, my mother's sense of purpose and direction was snatched away overnight. And her, hers was wrapped up in her husband and bringing us children up as a lot of people were at that time and still is, are now for, for women. And she found it really hard to get a new direction and new meaning in her life. And 10 years later, she also took her own life. And so the lesson that I learned from that is, is this really, that in, in order to survive, I needed to have a goal and my first goal was to understand what motivates people to do what, whatever they do, quite understandably. So I trained as a psychotherapist and I set goals um, for understanding people. And, uh, and I've set goals ever since about helping people be clear on their own goals and how they can achieve them. And that's really my own sense of purpose and direction. And, uh, and I've also learned that you know, life is about change and we all go through changes, whether they're big or small. And we can all benefit from setting those goals from any, any level, really, from organizations to teams to people and that setting goals does make a difference but and there's a big but here you can only set goals for yourself you can't set them for other people and um, so they're the three big lessons that, that I've taken with me on my journey for for setting goals mm. yeah, so it's <clears throat> so it's yeah so it's something that you it has to come out of you uh, and and therefore it's really it's your responsibility to do it isn't it um, yeah so, so we've got two, um, you know, quite amazing s stories uh, with yourself, Carol and, and Brian, and you know, clearly goals had a, and, and discovering that and becoming conscious of it had a big Im impact. So we're going to move into very shortly into a, a commercial break, uh, and then we'll look a, a bit further in terms of you know how do you actually go about defining goals and and how many should we have? But uh, thank you for sharing that, uh, both both of you.
comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper again, and uh, I'm with Brian Main and Carol Macy, and we're talking about setting empowering goals that transform results. So, Brian, um, what I'd like to ask now is, you know, how would you define goals, and, and how many should we have? Well, the, the definition of goal really is um, an achievement that you make specific and uh, measurable with a uh, timed aspect to it and my own belief and approach is that goals should be the stepping stones along a path which is your purpose a sense of purpose is an ongoing journey you make it's a reason why you will go out into the world and do the things that you do and so uh, carol mentioned in her story about how important it was finding a sense of purpose. Uh, likewise, for the people that come on the goal mapping workshops, we help them to define something they are passionate about. Many of them are already following a purpose. It may be their career. It may be their, their family. It may be something else that they are committed to in their life. And then we look at the intentions they would like to achieve for the future and what's important with your goals and you can have many is that they are pointing in the same or supportive directions goals where they pull you in two different directions so you may have a goal to spend lots and lots of time at home with your family and another goal to pursue your career that means being away from home all the time those two goals are obviously going to be in conflict with each other and so goals that are in harmony with each other and supporting each other actually build together because they're aspects, if you like, of the greater achievement that you desire for yourself. And in that way, you can have a great many goals. Generally, for a first goal mapping session, we would advise people to consider the various areas of their life and to create an overall goal map that really captures some of their key intentions for the different areas, which may be their career, their family, health and fitness. And normally we encourage people to have at least one contribution goal. So as well as being a go-getter, 
Uh, you're also going to be a go-giver. You're going to set a goal to give some time, some effort, some help to somebody else, some other organization. And more people these days than ever before, of course, are setting goals around raising money for charities and walking marathons and doing some good deed for someone somewhere. Also, a lot of people now we see them setting health and fitness goals and uh, maybe uh, goals around some Act, uh, athletic or uh, activity that they would like to achieve. But the main amount of goals that are set by the majority of people, of course, are business-related goals. But all things can be a goal. And in our open workshops that we run at the weekend, we see a great many people coming with very much uh, humanitarian-centered goals of founding a new charity or helping some group of people. Great. And, and are we sort of saying that there's... You mentioned that some goals might sort of conflict, so they have to be in harmony. Are we saying that um, you know it's almost like a check uh, to see if uh, if each goal is kind of almost almost ethical in your own life? You know, for example, if I wanted to go, I decide I wanted to go to you know play golf off a off a handicap of eight or something, which is which is be a huge achievement. I'd have to put so much time in my life that other things would fall apart. Um, yeah. Is, is a, yeah. So it's a bit of a sense check in there. I think the, the bottom line is to approach your goal setting with the realization that any goal you set will demand a price. Uh, sometimes that price is time, it's effort. Sometimes there is another price, uh, a, a physical price, because it may be that you need to do some things, learn some things, go some places, and there's a cost to that. Uh, some people set a goal with good intentions, and I was working with someone from a major multinational corporation earlier this week who showed me his goal list, and he was concerned about his main goal, which was to pay off his mortgage and be debt-free, which is a great goal, and he set it uh, three years ago and was aiming to achieve it over a five-year plan, but the price that he was paying for it was very, very high because he was working until 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning. He was never seeing his family. His wife's now expecting a second child, and all other aspects of his life, in including the thing that he holds most dear, which is his relationship, is starting to really suffer now in his pursuit of this one goal and his absolute desire to achieve it within the time that he set for himself. And the realization that started to dawn on, on him in the workshop and my advice to him when, in one of our coaching sessions was that he could give himself a little more time here. It's not about abandoning the goal, but giving himself more time to have a greater balance with the other aspects of his life, the family and some of the social aspects that are also important to him because in his pursuit of the one thing, he was actually damaging the others. And it's quite a, a common situation that people become unbalanced in their uh, drivenness towards some of their goals and it damages other areas of their life. Excellent. I feel a lot better now that my decision was to give up golf altogether. <laughs> so I, I, I clearly I feel a lot better that I made that decision now. Thank you. So, so, so I'd like to ask you, Carol, actually, would you share your goals with other people or is it something that you keep to yourself? Now, I think it's really important to, to share your goals with other people. I mean, one of the things that um, in the goal setting technique we're, we're talking about and Brian and I use, uh, one of the principles is um, about involving to evolve, where, where you actually involve other people in, in you know, what your goals are. And 
you, know, you and I, Chris, I mean, we, we work quite a lot on that in the Achiever group that you mentioned I'm a, a member of. And on that group, there are um, a number of people and once a month we share what, what our 30-day goals are and what our bigger goals are. And we talk about how we've progressed against, against those. And I think that's really important because as soon as you start to talk about what it is that you're, you're passionate about and you're focused on, you get new ideas and people contribute to that and they challenge you as well. Um, one of my biggest faults is sometimes I get carried away and I have too many goals and I feel overwhelmed. But if I look across what those goals are, there's usually a key theme. And, and you know, people help you to raise your awareness when, they, when you talk about that. They sort of say, well, are you sure you can manage that many? Are, you know, are you talking about this thing or, or that thing? What's most important to you? So, um, so yeah, I think it's really important to, to, to share your goals. It makes them become alive, really. Fantastic. Do you think, though, I mean, on, on the Achiever program, we've got a, a great group of, you know, very highly aware people who are, uh, you, you know, I, I, you'd feel comfortable, I'd have thought, sharing your goals with. Would you, would you share them with everybody? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, no, I wouldn't. And, and I've, I've found that out in a quite painful way. I think when, when you're passionate about something and it's a raw idea, you've done all your research and everything and, and you share it with with family and friends and they say the wrong wrong thing, um, it, it can be quite quite painful. And um, so I think you need to be sure of the people that you want to share it with, that they're going to give you feedback that's with integrity and and um, and with you at the centre of it, you know, that they're looking after you to, your, to their best intentions. Um, yeah, and I've had experiences where I've shared goals with friends when I was setting the business up. And... Um, you know, it's kind of switched them off as friends, really. And the conversations that, that we've had have changed completely and uh, we don't go into certain areas. And I think that's because some people feel threatened by, by the goals that, that you know, I'm setting. I'm changing the status quo. Um, I'm changing the way I'm living my life. And people don't like that. So, um, so yeah, you need to be really selective about who you're going to share, share your goals with. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess that sometimes, you know, some of those people who are close to you, some, some of them care about you and, and maybe also don't want to see you get hurt if it's beyond their consciousness or perhaps um, there may be people who actually don't want to see you move out of their, you know, their networks and things like that. Have, have you got a perspective on it, Brian? I think I'd, <clears throat> I'd agree with, with what Carol's saying again. And uh, I suppose what it comes down to is understanding what the benefits are for sharing a goal and I believe there are only two but Carol may have some others that have that have uh, come to her one is that when you share a goal you are making a social declaration if you like here's my intention here's my goal and by by doing that with people what you're actually achieving is a greater level of belief in your Self, because by declaring it, it helps you to make a stand and then there is some emphasis on you to follow through and actually do the thing. The other aspect of sharing the goal is that you may be looking to elicit help in achieving the goal. So some of my goals I would share with virtually everyone and my main goal is to reach 7 million people. That's part of my purpose is get the technique out there, which we know is helping people, to as many as possible. And so the more I tell about it, uh, the better it is. There are other of my goals really that are personal and there is no great value in me sharing them with a lot of people. I might just share them with selected people that are involved in that particular goal. But I can't think of any goal that I have that I don't share with anyone. 
so certainly with my uh, my wife at a, at a minimum and then maybe with colleagues and then beyond that uh, many of my goals I actually share with customers and clients and the general public because it's about the difference that I'm looking to make in the world. And it's, it's interesting isn't it when you share some some of the goals that are important to you um, sometimes it's with, with certain people it actually helps them understand how they could help you. Um, yes, for sure. And, and my own belief is, you know, help enough other people achieve their goals and they're going to yeah. help me to achieve mine. So I like that, that, that approach and that philosophy. Fantastic. We've got a couple of minutes before we go to another commercial break. But I'd just like to ask you, Brian, you know, how might goals vary over time because your goals, because they're not, not a static thing, are they? You don't just do it once and... No, of course not. I, we use a, a simple analogy in our work, both myself and Carol, that whatever you do in life is very much like a bicycle. And mentally and emotionally, we are all like a bicycle in that if we're not moving towards something, we lose our balance and we fall over. Now, the, the knowledge and skills that we accumulate in life are like the back wheel of the bicycle and our social skills and communication skills are the front wheel. But it's very much us and who we are being each day day that is the person that pushes and pedals the bike and goals purpose direction that helps us to have a momentum and very often people are setting a goal that's very important to them when they set it but as they move forward in their life they start to realize through greater levels of awareness that this thing they wanted isn't really what they want and what they really want is actually the quality of life that they thought this new career move, this promotion, this uh, financial income would give them. And so as people have greater realizations about what they really want, very often the goals change. And we encourage people to do a general whole life goal setting session twice a year uh, because then they can uh, get a sense of uh, what it is they really want and amend their goals if they need to. Fantastic. I love the idea of the bicycle because uh, it's almost suggesting that if we don't have you know, some clarity around our vision, purpose and goals, then we actually stay static. Uh, well, not only do we stay static, but we start to fall over. Fantastic. And, and when you have no momentum, the slightest pebble of upset in your path is going to knock you off balance. Wonderful. So we're moving over to another commercial break and we'll be back again with you shortly. Thank you. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leave no stone unturned, leave your fears behind, and try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. 
You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper again, and uh, I'm with Brian Main and Carol Macy, and we're talking about setting empowering goals that transform results. Brian, let's, um, let me start by asking you now, um, what are the steps that we need to take to set some really great, meaningful goals? Well, I believe there are seven key steps that are absolutely crucial when going through the process of setting smart goals conscious, measurable goals. The first step is to use our imagination and to start to dream a little about what we would like to achieve in the future. This could be many years into the future or it could be just the next few weeks or months. But by using our right brain imagination and starting to get a picture of what we'd like to achieve, uh, that's really the first step. The second step is to use the more logical side of our brain uh, and to work out what's the main goal because there may be a great many things we want but it's important to have a central focus and the way to identify the main goal is to ask yourself the question is there one goal amongst my wish list here of things I'd like to achieve that by achieving that one thing helps me to achieve some of the others Step three is to map it out, and this is really where the power is added. And by just using simple little imagery, it can be stick men drawings, or it can be squares, circles, triangles, just basic shapes like a, a tick for yes and a cross for no, you start to create the imagery that commands your subconscious. Because while your conscious mind thinks in words, your subconscious, which is responsible for the pursuit of the goal, thinks in pictures and the combination of words and pictures helps to activate the whole of the brain and get the goal connected to a deep level. It also helps to create a greater sense of understanding between the connections between all the goals as you map it out and we supply people with templates to do this. The full step is to identify why you want the goal and this is where the motivation starts to come from that helps you to keep going even in those difficult times. Step five is what really makes a goal a goal which is when and you now place an achievement date on your main goal. You give a start date to yourself which creates a timeline between your chosen start date and your chosen achievement date. Step six is how. And this is where you need to work with the more logical and strategic side of your mind and to think about what are the significant actions I will need to take that, like stepping stones, move me along a path towards the achievement of my main goal. Step seven is who. Who's going to be involved in the process? Is it just you? Are there significant others? They may be people you know. They could be close family and friends that are going to support you. They could be work colleagues. Or it may be that they are specific individuals that have specialist knowledge, like a teacher that's going to help you learn uh, a new ability or develop some talent or gain a qualification. And so as we go through those steps of what do we want, 
what's most important within that, what does it look like, why do we want it, when, how and who, that gradually answers the key questions and the answers that you give to those questions are captured in words and pictures to activate the whole of your brain. And the end result of that is a goal map, which is a very visual representation of your intentions with a succinct written record. That's a, that's a great explanation, um, Brian. For anybody who's listening at the moment and thinking, oh my goodness, I've not managed to write all of those down, um, the great thing is this uh, is being recorded, so you will be able to listen back. And, and actually later on in the call, um, Brian and Carol will share where you can access some free resources, which will, will help you with some of this. So uh, bri brilliant. So there's a process there uh, with some steps that we should take to establishing these goals. Um, Carol, do you think there's a, a best environment for, you know, creatively coming up with this, uh, you know, this, this kind of work? Yeah, I, I do. Just, just a couple of things. I'm just touching what, what, what Brian said, because when you go through that whole process of the seven steps, your, your goals sometimes can, can shift anyway and, and grow as you get a, a greater realization of what it is you, you really want to do. Um, so you get clarity from going through that, that process. So that's one of the things I wanted to make the, the point on. The other thing is that, yeah, there is definitely a best in, environment for doing that. And I don't know if you feel like this, Chris and Brian, but you know, life is very busy and we're always, always rushing around doing stuff. I, I certainly am anyway. And um, you know, sometimes it just helps to stop and have some quiet time and, and just to connect with, with, with yourself, really. And for me, that's the best way of, of setting goals is to, to get into a, a kind of a state where you, you are quiet or reflective, not rushing around, and to, um, to be with yourself and, and to think about you know, what it is that you want to do. Or even just to let go of those thoughts and you know, let, let random things come to mind. And I found for myself that when I've done that and the people that I've coached, where you can get into that state, that you get ideas that you would never have thought of before, new ways of doing things. And um, you know, that's where the, the best creative state is, having some time for yourself. Fantastic. I mean, I guess through that process as well, is it, is it helpful having somebody perhaps you know, help us with that so to actually challenge us and say, or maybe it's a question we ask ourselves, but is this goal big enough for me? Mm. Yeah, be, being challenged, I think, does, does actually help or being coached around it or having some kind of conversation to help you expand that, that idea that you've got and you know, to, to actually bring that goal out and realise what it looks like and what it feels like. And can you imagine yourself doing, doing that goal, being in that place? Oh, a great question is you know, when you've got your goals and, and you're, you're stood there in the future, looking back, you know, what is it that you had to do? What challenges did you have to achieve in order to get there? Is it where you want to be? And those, those kind of questions and those reflective moments, I think, are, are very valuable. I guess uh, thinking about your um, goal or, or maybe now we're slightly touching on vision, Brian, of, of touching the lives of seven million people. Um, I imagine that that goal could have started off, you know, potentially much smaller and, and grown. Did you, did, you, did you decide on seven million straight away? I mean, that's... Uh, no, it was, it was an evolution and it, and it connects exactly to what uh, Carol's just mentioned in that from my earliest uh, times in training and personal development, my purpose was uh, to make a difference and to make a difference to as many people as possible and to simplify the material as much as possible so it become very accessible and applicable. But of course, 
a purpose and a goal are slightly different. A purpose is just ongoing. A goal has a more specific achievement date and measure to it. And my realization was that saying I wanted to make a difference wasn't quite the same as then defining it by saying I want to make a difference to 7 million people. Because once I defined the purpose down into a goal and I, and I put that number against it, it made me actually change many of my other goals and the way that I was operating within my business because it became increasingly obvious that to reach 7 million people was going to require some changes in the way that I was operating. And rather than me making all of the presentations, it was going to be important to create a product range and it was going to be important to have a train-the-trainer program program so that we could have other people also teaching the material because it the goal was too big for me to achieve just on my own and so this is a long-term goal and I have uh, two general goal setting sessions a year one is in January uh, just before we go back so before the first of January or around the first of January I would do a goal setting session there while I'm in that nice peaceful space before I get back into the busyness of work because I will want to do some blue sky thinking about my life and my uh, aims and ambitions. And then I do the same thing again in July during the summer holidays when again I'm not in the day-to-day -day activity of work. And that helps me to have a bigger picture view of what I'm looking to achieve. And then I do monthly reviews around my goals on uh, an ongoing basis. I set new ones where ideas have come about more effective action that needs to be taken. And I may change some of the old ones that have either been achieved or are no longer relevant because we found a faster path towards the things that we are looking to achieve in terms of that sense of purpose. So, um, an example of that would be that for a long time I very much pursued writing books and making audios because I saw that as the way of getting the message out to the most people and those 7 million. And in recent times, uh, we are having a lot of success now with our online goal mapping program and so that's actually become the priority and taken over from some of the books that were in process because it's a more effective means to the main goal which is to reach a lot of people fantastic i'm um you know having goals is great and personally what an area that i'm i'm very interested in is how you follow through with your intentions and i'm i'm actually writing a book about it at the moment with a, a clinical psychologist dr stephen levinson who will be on a future show i just wonder if you have any tips or um or, or good examples in terms of how we can follow through we've got a couple of minutes left until our next next break for myself, I have uh, my goal map next to my uh, planner and to-do list. There are a number of reasons for that. One is that once you've set the goal, it's important to review the goal, remind yourself of the goal, keep it in your consciousness, because all of that helps you to follow through. The other main aspect is to break the goal down into activities and tasks so it sits next door to the to-do list and my golden rule is what's the best use of my time today in terms of moving forward towards the achievement of this goal and we will apply myself and my 
partner the 80-20 law where we'll look at the various activities and tasks that are on our list and we ask ourselves the question which one, two, three of these over the period of the next few days or week are the most important to achieve in terms of moving forward. Uh, the goal map becomes a very succinct way of viewing the goals and many of our uh, senior uh, blue chip clients that we work with are using goal mapping on an ongoing basis uh, to help them stay on track with their longer term aims, ambitions and achievements. Right. Mm. I would, How about I would you? Say, yeah, I'd say for, for me, it's going to sound a bit funny, but it's pride and saving face. Actually, if I, the more people I tell about my goals, and I have them over my office and on my screensavers and on my phone and all over the place, really, the more people I tell about, about those things, then the more likely I'm going to make sure that I achieve them. So, um, so that, that, that kind of motivates me, keeps me uh, on track. Excellent. You are. <clears throat> you're just reminding me. I think I'm due a goal-setting uh, review. <laughs> <laughs> um, fabulous. Well, we're just about to move across into the next uh, the next commercial break. Voice America Business Network. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Leave no stone unturned, leave your fears behind, and try that first step you take is the longest ride. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper again, and uh, I'm with Brian Main and Carol Macy, and we're talking about setting empowering goals that transform results. Now, as a father, Brian, I'm always really interested about how you impart this knowledge in children, because we just weren't taught this stuff at school, and it's so important. And I know you've written some uh, very successful children's book or books and, and have a, a system for children. I just wondered how, how should we go about teaching our children about goal setting? I think um, it's something that we need to teach by example uh, as parents for sure. It helps if the teachers are also 
uh, teaching about goal setting because then the the children are are understanding it both from an academic approach as well as from a a family values and uh, life approach. But essentially, the program we have for children helps them to understand some of the important principles that are connected to goal setting, such as no matter what your situation, you can actually choose your thoughts about yourself, your life, and your situation. And through that, you can start to influence your feelings and you can control to a great degree your behaviors and start to shape the quality of your life. When we teach goal setting to children, we normally start with asking them, what do you want to achieve when you are bigger, when you're older? And we will start with children, if we can, around about nine and 10 years old. Some of the older children will already know what it is they want to achieve. Indeed, some of the younger ones do. And it may change over the years, but the first step is just about getting them to think and consider what it is that they're passionate about. And one of the key lines we use is helping them to find the thing that makes their heart sing, finding the thing that they are genuinely interested and excited about. Because if we can find that, then it makes the learning easier, it makes the study easier. They tend to go the extra mile. And if they're working in an area that they enjoy and studying in an area that they enjoy, ultimately the test and the results show that they are more successful in themselves more balanced in their life and have a better time of things. Once we've run a general goal setting session of what they want to do when they're bigger, when they're older, then we'll run a second session, maybe six weeks later, and we'll ask them what do they want to achieve over the more immediate term. This could be just a few weeks or a few months because it's important for children to have the experience of setting and achieving the goal so they start to build their belief. Because if they've got to wait until they're much, much older, that belief may not grow or the goal setting may simply be dropped. And so we want them to have an experience of setting and achieving goals over the short term. And then we would drill in even further still and we'll ask them to pick a specific subject like their exam results or an area of their life such as health, fitness, sport, where they would like to set some goals on those specific areas. And by running several sessions with them, and overall, what do you want to do in your big session? Uh, what do you want to achieve over the short-term session? And then a life area session, it gradually gets them into the habit of creating goal maps. And children take readily to the idea of creating a goal map because most children still have a much greater whole brain approach of words and pictures than adults. And so the idea of not just writing their goals, but creating some simple imagery or pictures that also represents their goals, is just so intuitive to the children and they take to it naturally. Brilliant. I, I think I'm, I mentioned to you, Brian, I had an experience with my five-year-old who I um, I started reading your book, Summon the Magic Genie, yeah. uh, to, to him. And uh, I realized, realized he was probably a little bit on the young side, but he was actually really quite interested in it. He was interested in the idea of you know, thoughts become reality. And, but he did, ch he did challenge me at one point because he said, Daddy, um, I, I keep thinking about um, eating sweets every day and I don't get them <laughs> as often <laughs> as I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, okay. I'd, I've had the same challenge with, uh, with my own children. 
children on that one and and uh, it's about helping them to understand that uh, you know when they're young uh, some of the things they wish for aren't always the best thing for them but certainly the younger children enjoy the story of sound the magic genie and it is of course published as a book for all ages and so we have as many adult readers because they enjoy receiving the information in the simplified form of the story that it's in as well as them being able to read it to their children and as their children become certainly eight nine ten that they are able to read it for themselves and that's been the foundational piece within our schools and parents program which has now reached over half a million children wow great so what what um, tools do you have that are available and very accessible to help people with this well goal mapping is only the first of a number of systems that we have that help people to develop themselves and improve their lives all of our systems are available as free downloads and guides we like to give the information away wherever we can so it's of benefit to people they are value centered and, and self-contained so somebody can download one of the guides and create the map for themselves and it is in creating the map that you activate the whole of your brain and send the command to the subconscious it's that that works the magic there are also downloads uh, to use with your children there's free audio available from our website we have video uh, and then we have a whole range of books available through Amazon and recordings uh, as well as physical workshops that people can attend and a, a big part of our activity of course is corporate workshops as well as the open programs and the coaching that runs with goal mapping and so there really is a range of material that spreads across the board and supports people from all walks of lives with now over a million people having accessed goal mapping and uh, benefiting from it in some way fantastic and, and uh, maybe Carol can you help in terms of how we can actually access it where do we need to go yeah um, well, there's lots of free templates and free resources um, in both the adult version and, and the children's version of the goal mapping on um, on my website so if you go to www.cm2c.com and if you click on the goal mapping link you'll be able to access all of those resources that Brian's just referred to as well as the online goal mapping tool which is which is amazing as a as a great planning tool um, a life tool for, for you to stay focused on your goals um, and webinars as well of Brian talking through the, the process the philosophy the principles of, of goal mapping so yeah go to www.cm2c.com Great. And I also believe, Brian, that you're interested in potential training partners, particularly in the US and Canada. Um, how could potential trainers contact you? Potential trainers can contact me through uh, my website, which is www.lift, that's L-I-F-T, international.com or goalmapping.com either of those uh, web addresses will reach me and they will find information there about our practitioner and partner program we have as you mentioned earlier some 400 licensed and certified trainers now around the world and over six different training partners other training companies very often skills-based training companies that want a really good personal development and goal setting uh, package that they can attach and offer to their clients along with their hard skill or technical knowledge training and so we have partners in a number of company uh, countries and it would be nice uh, to have representatives in America and Canada, which is lacking at present. 
Fantastic. Well, I'd just, just like to say uh, it's been really, really inspirational, this call. And there's, it's, I think there's so many nuggets, if, you, if we listen back to this recording, that we can, we can pull from it. And, and with those free materials, um, that, that's, that's going to be really, really helpful. So a, a huge thank you to, to both uh, you, Brian, and Carol for a you know, great contribution today. My pleasure. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. thank you for inviting us. Thank yeah. you. And brilliant. I hope you've enjoyed it. And next week, uh, we'll be talking to Aidan Stone, Aid a successful author, a branding consultant, a musician. He's actually written nearly 500 songs. He's a widely acclaimed speaker, and he's going to be sharing his take on the importance of uniqueness. We'll hear how leveraging his own uniqueness was the key to his, his own considerable success and how you can apply the same strategies. So if you're interested in seeing on how you can draw upon more of your experience, your talents, your life journey, and can, that can lead to greater success then join us next week for what will be a great show. And also, I love to hear from you. So you know, do send me any comments on today's show, any questions, um, any thoughts for next show to info at bemoreachievemore.com. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed today. So uh, thank you very much, everybody. And uh, I look forward to maybe uh, um, speaking to you in the future and also to the show next week. Thank you. We thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel.